It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You are listening to Comes a Time with Oteil Burbridge and Mike Fenoya. If you're digging the podcast, do these guys a favor and review and subscribe. It means a lot. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. And now, here's Mike and Oteil. Right. Hey, folks. What up? Welcome back to another episode of Comes a Time uh, live on location. We're in two totally different places. That's O'Teal. And that's Mike. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm trying to adjust to my new surroundings, too. At least mine will be staying the same for a while. But you're going to keep moving, ain't you? Yeah, get used to the hotel room backdrops. Uh, I learned from watching you, man. You, <laughs> you were good at cleaning up hotel rooms. And it's funny, I was sitting the opposite way. Now I'm looking out at the beautiful, uh, well, beautiful Atlantic City uh, <laughs> waterway here. And uh, it's better than looking at the mirror of myself. You know how I feel about that. Um, but it's so funny, dude. The the whole like accepting your reality when you get it. All I needed to do was flip the goddamn chair to this side when I got here, and this whole experience would have been way different. I've had the view <laughs> of the earth to my back, and I'm just staring at my Cheez Its and my iced tea all week. I'm like, oh man, I could just look out at the water. So, but uh, I'm excited to to be back. <laughs> With you, folks, we are here on the Pantheon Network. You can check out our podcast and all their great podcasts on PantheonPodcast.com and listen to them wherever you find your podcasts. And if you're having a good time with us, rate, review, share, subscribe, uh, follow us on YouTube, join us on Patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod for bonus content every week. Oteil's going out on a solo tour. I'm on the road like all the rest of the year. So you can find all of our stuff um at our socials and uh come say hi come join us got a lot of good stuff lined up so um 
How's things? Let me my ask man? you a question, man. <clears throat> is that microphone you're using? Is that the same one you use on your comedy shows for the? Uh, <laughs> so you can have your own personal, my own non-COVID mic. <laughs> Dude, it's funny you say that. I thought about that during the pandemic. I was like, I wish, like, you know how like professional billiards players will come with their own cue and it's almost kind of like a sexy thing. They take it out and they like screw it together and, oh, yeah. you know, like, you know, Mississippi Slim or whatever the hell, you know, I always thought about like how cool would it be if we had our own customized mics, you know, and I could just come on stage. Like I carry mine in this little thing, but how cool would it be if this was like a, a bag that looked like a chicken parm or something. And I just unzip it and bang, here comes my mic. And it's got all my, my shit on it. I have my Connecticut grateful dead family yeah, sticker yeah. on this one, but yeah, hey man, uh, you're a deadhead. You can judge that bag up like real quick, dude. <laughs> I totally. Can. I know mail order. I got a bucket full of stickers. It's hundred percent true. Um, let's petite that thing. Let's we totally, it. Yeah, let's tie-dye it. Send it to Uncle John's dies and see if he'll tie-dye my mic. That's a good idea. Custom mics. Because that was a weird thing for a minute. We had to like, we had to put those little condoms on the microphones, I think, because we thought it kept COVID away. You know, those little, ever well, it's see not those really little... over. Like, I'm sure if somebody like... <laughs> coughs real good into your mic you're gonna be like uh hey uh. hey yeah yeah i've done yeah no that's that's happened quite a bit people licking mic. what was that guy the, the guy the licked guy the microphone the, yeah i go yeah. nope nope that was crazy yeah i did a show where a guy licked the microphone as like a bit in front of me and i'm like forget it no way and i brought i brought my own i was like don't do that anymore please and then I brought my own and I started my set with like, we're not going to be using this one. And I like unclipped it and threw it. And I'm like, that is a mess. But did you have rubber gloves on when you touched it? Just like, the, girl, the, the girl that opened for me. Just did. Like, she, yeah. Just disgusting. dude. I don't get that. That's where you like where you grab the mic with the rubber glove and then you take the glove off and put it over the, in one swoop over the microphone and throw the whole thing in the trash yeah, like it's yeah. a used rubber or something. <laughs> yeah, like you're picking up dog shit, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yuck. Dude, it was so it was so good to talk to you. So for the listeners, a lot of times Oteil and I will, when we're on the road, we do these kind of like, I mean, we talk all the time, but like it's these lifeline calls where it's like, as I'm calling you or as you're calling me, I think we're like, oh God, please answer. I need you to talk. I need to talk. And it's like, somehow we know you answered yesterday. We talked yesterday about dude, just living in a casino for a week is just easily the weirdest. Oh. So they do these, like they do these giveaways, right? I got to tell you, cause this is a funny thing. Like, cause I want you to yesterday. I was telling you, I was walking around the casino and it's like, you're in a trip. It's like a lucid it's like a dirty acid trip. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a good trip. It's a purgatory type trip. Every, I'm walking around and everybody in the hotel is walking by me and they all have eight inch frying pans, like nonstick frying pans. And everybody's walking <laughs> around holding them. And I'm like, the fuck's go what's going on here? And everybody's got a frying pan. And then a lady's got two. And then a, a lady's walking around and her husband's got like, three frying pans and i'm like what the hell's happening here i guess they do giveaways at casinos where like you know 
I don't know why, but a frying pan company thinks it's like a good idea to just give away frying pans, right? So I'm doing the show and I'm like looking out at the audience and people are sitting there with like frying pan boxes on their laps and shit. And 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 I go, what the hell is going on with these frying pans? I'm like, you're all hammered on like big blue drinks and you're losing your money. Why would the casino want to give you guys like weapons to beat the shit out of the machines that are taking your money in the – I don't know. I could picture it like a frying pan sitting on the table. You just lost a grand at the blackjack table. I'm probably going to want to hit the guy that was dealing, you know? So I'm in line to get coffee this morning. O'Teal. <laughs> the woman in front of me goes, she turns around. She goes, I saw your set last night. And I go, thanks. She goes, you know, I felt, uh, I felt kind of like, you know, um, what's the word she used? Not triggered. Um, I felt like, uh, oh, God damn it. What was the word? Basically, she's like, I was offended by your set last night. And I'm like, offended. I'm like, what did I? Oh. And she goes, you know, I work in oh. uh, at another casino in hospitality. And uh, I, I, you know, when you were making fun of the frying pans, like I give away those frying pans at my casino. So I just thought it was a little bit rude that you you know, made fun of like what I do for work. And I was like, what the fuck are you? I like called her out of me. Someone else in line goes, dude, I was at the show and who cares? That was hilarious. So it turned into this thing. And I'm like, you got offended about a frying pan joke? Like, are you serious? And she's just like, I don't know. It's like what I do for a living and I take it really seriously. And like, we don't get to choose like what companies give away things. Like sometimes we give away crock pots. Sometimes we give away luggage. I'm like, you took it personal that I think it's weird as shit that people are walking around carrying frying pans at a casino. And she goes, yeah, now that I hear you saying it, it's a little silly that I took that to heart. And I'm like, I didn't know you were in the like, get over yourself. You know, this is so hilarious. The funny thing is, I was sitting there wondering, like, like, literally right before you said that, I was like, I wonder whose job it is to get stuck, like giving away, like whatever it is. <laughs> And it's the lady at you, Starbucks, dude. Then you talk about this lady. And she was actually hurt. I'm like, really? Are you serious? Like, bro, she was offended. Like, I can't believe. What is it this week? Oh, it's toenail clippers. Ah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. But, uh, but you know, everyone has feel good. Kudos to her. I for guess taking her job. You know what I mean? Because don't you always hate the person that's like the disgruntled whatever? And it's like, man, if you hate this job, just quit. Or Dude. I don't know. You like? So I was. I guess a, I, I was, should be glad that she really is like putting her heart into her job. I guess so. Yeah, I was at Mohegan Sun recently doing shows, and people were walking around with like probably three foot high. Uh, air humidifier things like those Dyson, like the, the fans that turn or whatever. And they were giving those away. So people are walking around with like a, basically carrying like a Christmas tree around. Like, I just don't get it. Like I like unencumbered, <laughs> like I want my keys, my wallet, my phone, a pack of gum in my pockets. I don't want to carry around a fucking <laughs> oscillating fan throughout the casino. It's just so it's such a weird thing, you know? But yeah, she got, she was like, I felt like you were attacking me with your, and I'm like, get over it. I didn't even know you were here lady. So <laughs> you need to spend less time online, but I kudos for, <laughs> for putting your heart in your job, honey. You know what I wanted to you say to don't come tonight. Cause I'm literally going to make fun <laughs> of you tonight. <laughs> oh, no, it's, 
<laughs> get personal. <laughs> oh my god! I actually I used to hate the casinos, but now I love it. There was some show I can't remember the name of. It was a stupid network television show, and it was I. I think it was called Casino. James Conn was the star. But basically, the whole premise of it was it was showing you how they're surveilled. It was all about surveillance. Oh, okay. And how many cameras and the teams and how it works. And so you had the different dramas going on, different intrigue. But after that, I started, when I was in the casino, I was like, you know, as far-fetched as whatever Hollywood as some of this is, it is surveilled this way. Oh, yeah. So it made me kind of look at it through those eyes. And now, and when I put that together with my Colonel Bruce eyes, which are always like casinos and airports, like that's where the ETs are going to try to blend in. Yeah. Because it's easier. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm know. always looking. Like, now I'm kind of maybe morbidly, if not in some other way, fascinated by it. <laughs> it's, it's just like. It's such a people show. It's like oh. if you if a if a ET came here, a casino would be one of the first places I would take them. That and a professional wrestling show. Just like if you want to see Earth, man, this is the deal. <laughs> I'd bring one to a Costco. <laughs> and Costco. Yeah, just be like, look at how weird we ordered. I need seventy-eight rolls of toilet paper, or else I can't sleep at night. You know, like it's just insane. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'll tell you. I there think are... Costco is also, one, it's like one of those things, like a casino too, where there's like, it eliminates all like uh, any feelings of tribal superiority. Like the most redneck thing or what, it doesn't matter who it is, a Costco just equalizes all it of it. It totally equalizes. You know? <laughs> You're, it is the great equalizer. That's so true. Like, yeah, you could be the most far left woke person or literally QAnon and you're like, Oh wow! I could get three hundred K cups for forty bucks. Like that's pretty great. And you look to the left and it's like, yeah, no, that's 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 an excellent deal. Yeah, <laughs> I can get ninety six ankle socks for the next rally. It is weird. It's totally insane. <laughs> Dude, I walk around this place. Same and rally, Antifa and, and QAnon, like, on both sides. like All reaching for the same box of Nature Valley bars. <laughs> 96 gummy vitamins. It is the great equalizer. Commercialism is the great equalizer. So, dude, it's so true. You know what? Wow. This, is this is actually really true, though. You know, when I... Uh, like the NAM show, the National Association of Music Merchants. It's a big convention center in like Anaheim. Yeah. And all the music yeah. merchants from all over the world. Go, well, the arms traders have the same thing. And it's just oh, like really? for the latest weapons technology, the latest whatever. And I was listening, to, or actually, this was before podcast. I was actually reading a book back in the Stone Age. And this guy was saying, you could see these guys that were the buyers mm -hmm. and they're from countries that bitterly, they're at presently at war with each other, right? So, <clears throat> and but they're all there together. Like, whoa, did you see this latest, you know, uh, <laughs> thing that we're gonna try to kill each other with? <laughs> yeah, I just bought 20 of them. It's, it's like, man, you gotta check it. And they're all like, buddies in a way you know like it's this huge kayfabe it really going is. on you know because they're all like 
like it's like the guys that are at war with each other on Capitol Hill and then they're out to drinks with each other afterwards and oh yeah like yep. attending each other's kids soccer games like they're really friendly like I told Freedom you about Caucus that. people and you know just, yeah <laughs> like, I tell you about that how my buddy used to be a bartender at a place on Capitol Hill and they had C-SPAN yeah. on all day long and people would be yelling across the aisles and then when the bell rang they'd be at the bar buying shots for each other, drinking, like there was no, and I'll like, Oh, I'll see you on the boat this weekend or next, you know, and it's just a big, it's a big game. Yep. Weddings, weddings and yep. kids' birthdays. Like they really have relationships with each other. Like, yeah, of course. Cause it's no you know, grandma's name and the kids, but yeah, it's all that. It's just crazy. I'll tell you another good kayfabe one I heard yesterday was really depressing. But some guy was talking about the biggest companies, you know, and they're like, they get all the defense contractors, uh, contracts, the biggest, you know, Yeah. and they're in everything. There's like five to 10 companies that are the biggest investors in everything. Yeah. Period. You take yeah. anything and they go, you trace it back to them. So <clears throat> they got all the def the the contracts for the bombs that we give to Ukraine. Okay. So it just, you know, a bomb. So they get paid to destroy it. And they also got the contracts to rebuild it. So I was just like, <laughs> wow. Uh, that's neat. You get paid to blow it up and then you get paid to rebuild it, build it all back. <laughs> I was like, this is the best game. These guys have the best game in town. Yeah. Like, it's, wow. like it's like divorce attorneys, you know? Wow. <laughs> it's just, I was like, wow. man. This thing is all Colonel Bruce said it was all professional wrestling. I'm like, dudes, it really is. Like, yeah. they're, they're going to report it because they're the same guys that are biggest investors in your now only six corporate media. And once you companies. see it, you can't right. unsee like, it. You know, once you see it, you no, can't unsee it. You're like, oh, there I it can't, is. Dude. No. Professional wrestling ruined my life. Now I can't. You're welcome, Othiel. Sorry. <laughs> All I wanted you to do was DDP yoga. I didn't know it was going to change your life. <laughs> I just thought it would help your back so you didn't have to sit at Red Rocks. Now look at it. Uh, well, we have to take a the short Colonel break. Thanks to you. It's like <laughs> yeah, we have to take a short break for uh, an ad here, but stick with us and we will be right back after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We're back, people. You know what I just realized? What's up? Uh, <laughs> I joked around like that. It's a friend of mine tried to uh, get me into the Grateful Dead since I was 17, and he was 15. His name is Danny Sheeman. Okay. And I actually put him on stage at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you did? <laughs> I said, yeah, he was just laughing. <laughs> He's, and uh, I said, well, eventually the Grateful Dead's going to win. And it's the same with professional wrestling. I think there are two things that if you're not into them yet, like before your deathbed, if you're lucky enough, you're going to come to understand both things. <laughs> They're going to win. It's very, yeah. You know what's kind of funny I'm realizing is that like I came to wrestling before music. You were in music before wrestling. And it's the similar thing of how you and I became buddies, really, because like you use comedy <laughs> when you're on the road doing it's music true. and I use music when I'm on the road doing comedy. We've we definitely have come to the same crossroads, but from the opposite angles of things like I've picked up so much yeah. music, just organic, like from you before even knowing you. And then like we meet and like wrestling was such a huge part of my past. And now you're into it. And it's like we shared so much that. It really is wild because you're right. Like, I think I wonder if I appreciated fish and the dead and all of that because of my childhood as a wrestling fan, because I got it and it was like an escape, but it was also parallel to real to reality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting that like, yeah, because like you're experiencing wrestling. At, I love how fucking much you got into wrestling when you did too because I, I think it's, it's it was it was you need it found you I think I don't it's think... 
It's it's a one thing. I had a good childhood, but I think it's that never too late to have a happy childhood thing. Yeah. Because I'm realizing now I was not into wrestling for the exact same reason that I wasn't into the Grateful Dead. And that's my dad. I got, I don't want to say too much stuff from my dad because he gave me the best things. Like, like I wouldn't have got the jazz, but I also wouldn't have got the disdain or maybe the uh, the condescending, the condescension about other forms of music without the jazz. You know, I, I got that part too. Right. And, uh, and it was the same with the wrestling. He was like, oh, that's bullshit. You know? And I was like, it was not, it's not something to be taken seriously. But, gotcha. you know. Yeah. So, of course, like, after meeting Colonel Bruce, like a lot of the things that like I wouldn't have taken Sun Ross seriously. But then you have to ask yourself, well, clearly they take it seriously. Right. Like professional wrestlers, as hurt as they get, <laughs> you know, they're serious about this shit, man. You have you to be. Get, you don't hurt yourself that much over and over and over and over and over again. For why? You right. know, of course, that's me. I'm just curious, like, which I also got from my dad. But it's funny, like, I now I'm looking at things different, older, and many times through my kids' eyes. So it's like the happy childhood thing. Like, I had a good childhood, but I still have to go back and look at things through my kids' eyes to really appreciate and enjoy certain things. Dude, you hit two super important points right there and i think it's kind of funny because i just did a a buddy of mine's podcast doug smith who we should have on he's he grew up as a jehovah's witness and he oh man i want to talk to him bro yeah we'll have him on he he broke out of it and uh you know but here's the thing he's a father now and i was talking to him it's interesting how you go because your dad said "Ah, that's bullshit isn't it funny how adults can pop a balloon for a child without even probably realizing it and steer them into a path of maybe apathy or cynicism or lack of trust or whatever, cynicism just by sure. one yep. word, just by going, ah, it's bullshit. Yep. But you're looking at it with awe and wonder. And like, these guys are superheroes, these wrestlers. To me, I was like, holy shit, that's, you know, and I, my uncles were into it and I, you know, They'd bring me to go to New Haven Coliseum and see wrestling and stuff like that. But then you get that like, yeah, it's fake. It's bullshit, whatever. And it ruins it for you. Right. And then you have to kind of almost like rebuild that wonder. Now I was talking with my buddy, Doug, and he's a dad. And he said his kid has just found heavy metal, like on his own found heavy metal, his like (laughs) young child. So his kid is like, dad, you ever heard of Judas Priest? And he's like, yeah, he's like, can we make a playlist of Judas pre? And it just like, then he gets into like <laughs> Pantera and also, and, and the dad is like, if when I, when Doug, my buddy Doug was a kid, his dad would be like, no, that's the devil. You can't listen to that music, which number one makes you yeah, want to listen to yeah, it more. Yeah. But also it was like, bam, <laughs> of course. but he's loving that his kid is finding this shit on his own. And he's going like, yeah, don't do what was done to me. Like, don't ruin. Yeah. The Go wonder. Ahead. Don't squelch yeah. the wonder. Yeah. You know? So that's awesome that you're kind of I, I totally get what you're saying. And, and I that's, think that that's 
That's the whole problem with our society. That's Abraham Joshua Heschel in a nutshell. We are not lacking for knowledge. We are lacking for wonder. Yeah. Don't yeah. squash the wonder. You know, and my kids aren't home yet, so I can tell you, Nigel just found out that Santa Claus isn't real and the Tooth Fairy isn't real. The Tooth Fairy tipped him off. But it's funny because, you know, he uses these expressions that I don't know, that I'm not familiar with, but he goes, bro, he calls Jess, my wife, bro. He goes, bro, Santa Claus is <laughs> sus, man. Sus? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I was like, suspect, suspect. or suspicious? Suspect, yeah. Santa Claus is sus. And I was like, and so, you know, our hearts are gripped with fear like, oh, no. He's, he's up to it. You know, now he's super smart. So we know this is going to happen. But I'm thinking we got more time, you know. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now becoming a mantra. I thought we had more time. Right? But he knows. <laughs> so I was like, okay, what, how do I deal with this? Because now if he tells his best friend, Vincent, Vincent screwed and they are soulmates. I've never seen two people closer. Right. So I'm texting with Vincent's mom. <laughs> Like, oh boy, what a heads up. You know, not, so I told him, I said, he said, So you've been, you and mom have been buying all this stuff. I said, Look, the point of Santa Claus, this is all about the wonder. This is why I'm taking this divergent. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Is um, <clears throat> I said, Santa Claus gives, and when he gives, it makes people happy. And that's magic. And that's not fake. It's right. not a lie. That's real. And so the story of Santa Claus is for us to learn to be Santa Claus. So when you give someone some, anything, it makes them happy. And that's magic. That's like the strongest magic trick you can do. So, you know, I'm sitting here, like, I'm just thinking on my feet, man. Yeah, that's you actually know, kind like, of beautiful improv yeah, right there. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's good, O'Teal. Go, go. And I've been, <laughs> you know, again, this is like improv. It's not me. This is the magic. It's coming. I don't know who's putting these ideas in my head, but I'm like, Nigel put me on the spot and I just like, boom. Yeah. And I like it. Mm. Right. And he was like, cool with that. He's like, all right, that makes sense. I was like, but you cannot tell Vincent. <laughs> because he's so I, texted, I texted his mom and she was like, oh yeah, Vincent kind of got a whiff of this. And he's like, uh-uh, man. I'm believer in, on Santa Claus. He's like, he ain't letting go. He's Isn't like, I'm not jeopardizing the present. And I think that's the way to go. Like, Hell yeah, dude. Don't ruin like, a good this thing. Magic, yeah, it's magic has been working for a long time. Why would I? I'm Don't ruin a good thing. I don't thing. care what he says. How funny is that too, O'Teal, that like you just said two best friends. You've never seen them closer. You've never seen any two people closer yet. Nigel's like, yo, this is sus. And he's like, no, no, I'm a believer. Isn't it great? Two best friends, care. two different sides of the coin. Like how different we all are. Wow, that's hilarious. I think man. Vincent probably might give you like left brain, yeah, it's sus too, but right brain, uh-uh. Because it's yeah, we got magic. gifts coming. It's good. Yeah. And yeah, I ain't I'm not fixing it if it ain't broke, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. No <laughs> way. I'm, 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 uh, I'm totally, I remember cause I was, I was, you know, before this whole elf on the shelf, uh, thing, you know, and I, I learned on the school bus that there was no Santa and I was the oldest of four, you know? So I kind of had to keep that going forever. Oh boy. 
I had to pretend for like, yeah, until I was like in basically in college because but don't we all though i loved it i loved it i thought it was great it was like that was one of the benefits of being so much older was that like they kept me young because i like watching the wonder in them you know and my siblings like they would come wake me up and be like santa came and i'm hung (laughs) over you know what i mean like i went out drinking with my buddies that (laughs) night And it's just like, oh, fuck, yeah, you still believe? All right, let's go. You know, and it was kind of like, a, <laughs> you know, it was interesting. But, yeah, that's the, the, the wonder is what keeps it fun, dude. The wonder is what keeps it and fun. And also you think about, like, what is that? I thought I, I was thinking about, like, why do we just lie to our kids so much? Why, why is it? And I was thinking, well, why do we have to lie? There's certain things, like. You know, can you really, can I really explain to Kavi, like, how painful childbirth is? Like, you know, there's no, I mean, even if she was 16, like, you know, I mean, I just, and some things you can't, like, when, uh, when Nigel uh, had to go get a shot, they were like, don't say the word needle, because we don't want him thinking about needles. We're just going to deal with it when it happens. Right. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to blindside him. But, you know, it's like some things you just, you feel like you're really not doing them a disservice lying to them about it. And then if you also have the wonder thing on top of it, I don't know. I think too much, but I'm like, why am I I lying to my kid? Because I did cross that thing. I was like, do we have to do all this Santa Claus bullshit with the kids? I don't like lying to them. Yeah. That's how I felt before. Right. And then my buddy Arthur comes over as Santa Claus and he stands outside and shakes the bells. Yeah. You and can. the kids yeah. lose their minds. Like we have their cousins over and it's just like, it's great, man. Because it is it's great. how big their imaginations are. Yeah. I'll just come over next time. <laughs> next time Nigel needs a vaccine. I'll just come over dressed in like a life-size needle costume. And I was like, hey, I'm Pinchy. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm got to make wonder into like a needle phobia. Like, hi, I'm Pinchy the needle. We're going to have fun today. I'm going to penetrate your veins. Woo. You know, <laughs> there's certain shit where you just got to go, yo, this is going to hurt. You know what I mean? I grew up with yeah. parents that like my mom would be watching me get a needle O'Teal and I'd see her go like this, like, like cringe for me. <laughs> Thanks, mom. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the next thing I know, I'm fainting on the ground. I'm on the ground. And I'm like, what? I'm like, somehow that hurt my mother. And she's over there. Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, I wish my mom had like learned that to be like parenting. 101 is like poker face. Like, don't show. Oh, Jess does that to me all the time. She's like, dude, if you freak out when they get hurt, am I going to tell them not to freak out? She's oh. always like, you got to fake it, dude. Like, seriously, put a lid Please on it. Please learn to fake so it. Just... <laughs> it's I'm, the worst. I, I've got it now, but like when Nigel was young, it was just, it was hard. Uh, I just, I'm a, I have a, a hot head and I, you know, if I spill something, I'm like, oh, God. You know, yeah, I had I grew up around people that like if you went near the corner of a sharp table, they would go like they would make that noise, like they would go like, and and that would make you go like what? And then you 
you're out of your flow state and you go, what? And then you fall off the bike and whack your head on the corner of the table, but it's their fault. Exactly. <laughs> I'd have been fine if you just hadn't freaked yeah, out. Yeah, if you just shut up and leave me, you know, <laughs> cut it out. Stop being preemptively terrified of life. You know, like you just shouldn't be around children. Let me fall. Let me whack my head. It's going to be okay. But I know, everything but it's was so like, hard because oh. I, I see Nigel like, you know, just literally a millimeter from death perpetually throughout the day. And you're just like, oh, 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 oh. You know? so I don't like, unless he's literally about to kill himself, I don't scream at him all the time. But it's like riding a roller coaster. It's really, uh, it's impossible. I don't know how they ever thought that they were going to ban alcohol. What a ridiculous, <laughs> preposterous, just utterly, yeah. just utter poppycock. Like, how yeah. do you think people would have to stop having children altogether? You, did, you just need to change the presentation of your fear. It You just have to, instead yes. of going, oh, you have to go like, like you have to somehow like condition yourself to like make it a pleasant noise for the child because you, it's know like, what? you know what I, I mean. I actually have done it. It's me sucking on a vape pen. Every time I do, it, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Now every time there your he kids goes ever again. hear a vape pen, they're gonna go like have a little mini panic attack. Like, oh shit, what's that? Dad dropped the pot. No, no, they they don't because. The, the, the vape pen is so I don't say anything. I know. I know. I, it's I just your internalize it. I'll just... <laughs> it's so funny. It's my, just... my gasp. When they get older and they start driving, you're just going to have a gas mask on at all times, just vaping constantly. <laughs> just getting... Like, well, you know the, what? The, I can the imagine cool the stress is, only gets is worse. It... <laughs> the cool part is it'll, there'll be self-driving cars. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back with more Comes a Time. Stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dude, at Roots Rock, 
we have our own golf cart now. Uh-huh. So you go, you know, there's like from the cabin to the main part, you eat and do all the lessons. You take these like gravel roads that go like up past all the really nice cabins. Yeah. And on yeah. the other side's glamping a black bear running across a deer. No shit. Rabbits. I mean, dude, it's it's totally crazy. So we're driving the golf cart. And of course, Nigel and Carby are like, I want to drive the golf cart. I want to drive the golf cart. So Jess is back at the cabin, just chilling out, getting a moment away from the kids. Yeah. And I'm going to do, I'm going down to have, you know, deal with food and teaching or whatever. And there's this huge field there where the tents are around the perimeter. And that's where you see the black bear run across. And I was like, you know, Nigel, you could just go for it in this cart in this field like what the heck so he's driving around the cart he's like having a blast you know he ends up driving us back to our cab all the way back to the cabin like i did it with just me and him like he got pretty good so the next time we went down kavi was like yo i want to drive the cart oh and i was like God. oh kavi your legs can't your legs can't reach she's like the hell they can't so she's like look she gets in the front seat and she's basically kind of standing with her butt up against the seat, but her feet can totally reach and it's not like unsafe. And I was like, okay, go for let's it. Let's go for it. I got the best video of her, like starting to get comfortable, like going from being scared to starting to get comfortable to flooring it. Oh like, man, <laughs> really? And Butch Trucks' daughter Melody got a seven-minute video that she just sent me of after she was comfortable, and <laughs> she's just ready. It's, so, it's like one of those movies, like a Benny Hill or something. Yeah, you know? totally, totally. A Benny yeah. Hill show, and she's just tearing around. Oh, dude, it's, she's got one arm one out the those. window, fixing the mirror. <laughs> Bro, looking one direction, going the other. And I'm like, no, she's no, doing like open that. palm turns and shit. Wow, dude. Bro, I got to see was, that. That was one of the best daddy-daughter moments on my deathbed. I'll be thinking about that giggling, man. It was so Wow. Weird. And it's just that open field of, of life. That's the thing that we all need is to yeah. remember that there's that kind of go for it. Like, it's okay. You're going to fall. You might hit a yeah. tree or whatever. My uncle, it reminds me of a thing. My uncle, he had a riding mower. There's something about, even as an adult, driving <laughs> golf carts and mower. Like, I have riding a car, <laughs> but I love a riding little thing. Like, it's amazing. A go-kart is like, I'd go do that now if I could, you know? But um, I remember my uncle had a riding mower, and I was like, you know, he was like, your turn to drive it, you know? And he got me on it, and I'm riding it and whatever, and like totally wasn't paying attention when he was giving me the directions of like, this is how you start. This is how you stop. When I was a kid, I just heard myself going, pay attention, pay attention, but I never heard anything. That's me. I, I heard myself telling myself to pay attention, but I never paid attention my whole life, my whole life. That was all I heard was me. We, going, were, we were paying attention to ourselves, telling ourselves to pay attention, but we were never paying attention. And what so I was riding the mower, I was heading towards his deck and I didn't know how to stop. And he's like, stop, stop. And I didn't know how to stop at O'Teal. I went like this. Let me see if I could do it in this chair. I was riding the mower. And then all of a sudden the deck just came at me and I just like kind of lowered and the deck. And now I'm just laying under the deck on the riding mower. 
and I'm hitting the foundation of the house. And he's like, dude, and I, and I had to like dude, weasel off. He's, he's worried that you weren't decapitated. <laughs> Jesus. I just ran right under the deck. And I was like, uh, Uncle Bill, I can't. And, uh, see, but yeah, I didn't have that wide now open. Fla- now flashback, to, flashback to yourself three minutes ago going, ah, the kids are going to hurt themselves. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm is he decapitated? The, I'm under the deck. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I have oh, nails in my eyes and shit. Oh. Yeah, it's terrifying. That's why so I don't think far. I could have kids. I mean, honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why I've. No, you could do it. It's so funny, especially being a comedian. Ugh. Dude, I swear to God, I'm going to try to like convince talk me to you have guys a kid. into adopting before it's all over because the amount of material that you will get is absolutely. Oh, so, there's so many times a day I go, I wish I was a comedian. This it's priceless. Well, dude, you know one who needs <laughs> you know? material, so please write it down and send it to me. I'm out. I'm out of material. I will. I'll just feed you. I try to keep. I need to get those glasses that are made by a oh Google like band that where you could yeah they're set they're connected to uh, Facebook yeah and uh, you could just press a button and take a video because so many times I would send it to you, man. It's just. So good. Like, and uh, now I know, like, for instance, I know I screwed myself teaching them to drive on the golf cart. They're both good at it. Yeah. Cause now they're going to steal the car way <laughs> earlier, way <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Like nine, 10, you know, <laughs> nine, 10. And Nigel knows stuff about the Tesla we don't know. Just yesterday. Yeah. He was like, oh, have you done the submarine thing? And me and Jess are like, the submarine thing? What the hell is that? He said submarine mode in the Tesla. So it's underwater. We're like, you could take the Tesla underwater? He goes, no, no, no. It's just on the inside. When you're like on the inside, you put it in submarine mode, and it makes it look like you're in a submarine when you're driving. And so Jess and I are looking at each other. What the fuck? (laughs) That's terrifying. And this is why I can't get the self-driving software because yeah. he'll be to North Carolina. <laughs> he'll just sell the car, take me to Bupas, and just yeah. all yeah. of a sudden he'll be halfway to North Carolina before we look on the phone and be like, hey, what are you doing in South Carolina? Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> and he's like, bro, your app is bro. sus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the backyard. Your app is sus. And he's just got an AI version of him like playing in the sand and shit. I don't oh, know, man. I can't. Man, that little... I wish I could almost yeah. like, you know what I wish they had was almost like a, uh, you know, you can like rent an Airbnb for a couple of days. Like I'd be a dad for like 72 hours here and there. You know what I mean? And then like take a break. Well, yeah, an uncle. Oh, that's exactly it. That's shots. why I'm happy. Yeah. I'm in Atlantic yeah, City. Yeah, I went I went to some giant elephant that did. I don't know if you ever saw this thing. It was like a. Um, it's called Lucy. You ever heard about Lucy the elephant in Atlantic City? It predates Statue of Liberty. Predates the Eiffel Tower. Uh, an old real estate developer oh, built wow. this massive elephant as like a uh, like something to see, and all the houses that he built all around it. So he built three giant elephants. One was in Coney Island. One was somewhere else. The Coney Island one burned down, but this one in Atlantic City is still here, and you could go like tour it. And it's, I'll send you pictures. It's a big giant elephant. It's really neat. But I was there and I'm like, oh, I should buy my nephew. Like, uh, and I bought him an elephant puppet. So I'm so excited to give it to him, <laughs> but I'm also excited to like, wait a couple weeks, give it to him and then see him a couple months later. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not a perpetual, I think I'd get bored with it quick. So 
Yeah, I'll just watch from afar <laughs> and I'll do your material for you. If I come up with any good song lyrics, I'll send them to you. So how about that? We'll just. Uh... In your defense, there are some really boring parts. Oh, I imagine. And they go for stretches. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. But I'd but find you know, something you to worry take about. The up with the <laughs> Dude, we got to we got to oh, continue man, this I conversation. We have a guest coming on soon, but uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, I, dude, I like that new set. You look fantastic. That's a great new setup. Then uh, it looks good. You look like you're in a podcasting cave. Um, we're going to do a quick ad. You should see the picture of it. Uh, <laughs> it looks very ghetto when you're not. I love perception viewpoint. is reality, dude. It's great. I'm That's Atlanta right. City's beautiful right now to me. So obviously perception is reality. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're going to do quick ads and then uh, we will catch you next time. Uh, again, rate, review, subscribe, join us on YouTube, join us on Patreon. Um, and we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, everybody. Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Finoia and Oteil Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Finoia and Oteil Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.